Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Garage Gym Experiment Podcast. My name is Adam, and I'm here, like always, with Jake. He's in the garage, I'm in the basement, and on tonight's episode, we have for you a Home Gym Con update. Then we'll get into a product idea, talk about some new products that hit the market, and then get into our survey results. So starting us off with that Home Gym Con update, Jake, take it away. Welcome to the Garage Gym Experiment Podcast, where we dive deep into the home gym scene. Each week, we put out Sunday surveys where you tell us your thoughts on products, builds, and all things home gym related. We're here to break down the numbers and to talk shop. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. All right. Thank you, Adam. So uh, we are now under 100 days until Home Gym Con. Um, by the time this podcast is released, homegymcon.com will be live. So go ahead and check that out. It'll include the schedule, um, which we will continue to actually build out for this the next month or two with everything on there. But the high-level schedule is there. The vendors we have so far, resort info, and a list of... So we will have about four to five stations of equipment that we are bringing on our own. That is all. A lot of that is just is being donated by some of the companies that can't make it. And then we're just going out and getting and taking some of our funds and getting um, some other stuff. Um, so that's at the very beginning of the list build out, but that that's there as well. And then there's just more, there's more. If there's something on the website that needs to be there or that you would need to know before deciding if this event's right for you, just let us know. We just, we just want to make sure everything is as, up to date as possible. Also want to talk about some of the vendors added, but before I get into that, I initially started reaching out to vendors in October and basically like 13 signed up right away. And then we went on like this two month drought where nobody wanted to sign up. A lot of that was just had to do with holiday season. So, you know, if I do this again, I probably won't start reaching out at the end of October. Or but, reaching out um, like during Black Friday. <laughs> right, right. It was time. like, like I'm telling you, it was the last <laughs> week of October. We had like 13 sign up right away, which was a godsend and went on a little bit of a drought, understandably. But we've added three slash four this past week. And there seems to be, and there's, there will actually probably be more signed up by the time this podcast is released. So some momentum there. But anyways, just wanted to let you know that Squat Max and MD and Henny, the Henny attachment will be there. So that that is uh, Brian Hennessy's two companies. Uh, one Kilo, uh, led by Will Fleming. He's going to do a seminar and have a booth. And he's promised to bring some heavy lifting uh, to the exposition floor. So he is a world, he's an Olympic. Uh, is he an Olympic? He's just, no, no, he's he, a, um, he went to master's worlds and he uh, won master's worlds. Uh, so he's a master's world weightlifting champion. Uh, and he runs one kilo and, uh, going to have his own booth. Um, and then lastly, perch, which is a velocity based training technology, that is just like world-class. You set it up at the front of your, your rack and it tracks your movements and helps your workouts. So really cool to be adding um, these vendors. And 
like I said, keep your eyes peeled a lot more coming soon. And also, uh, just while we're on the topic, I'll be doing a an R home gym AMA on Friday and Saturday to to primarily promote this event and uh, throw me some questions in there. All right, let's move on to a product idea. All right, Adam, I've got to admit, I've um, ran a little dry, but I think this one's decent. All right. All right, so mag pens. So booming in popularity right now. You know, you've got Oak Club, um, Surplus Strength has the speed pens. Um, Steadfast just came out with some 3D printed ones for like 20 bucks. So mag pens, I, I like using them. They're not like something you absolutely need, but um, cool to have. So my idea is why not, why not bring this to some other products? So thinking about landmine handles, plates, and leg rollers. So I think leg rollers are kind of the easy one, just kind of similar to what you you have with the speed pins there. You plug it in, easy easy to move in and out. Uh, secure secures it enough. Um, by with plates, I'm thinking little magnets that can either um, attract to the bar so that it eliminates the need for collars. And then you know, with more plates being added, they kind of just connect together. And then the third one is is landmine handles. This was the first one I thought of. I see this as um, kind of, you know, if you're doing landmine rows, you could add this to like the Atlas attachment or like uh, I have the also the rogue landmine handle, which is pictured on the screen. Um, if you If you put it on there, then it is quite a bit more secure or also like one of the issues with the landmine handle is if you drop it it just clunks to the ground uh so it rotates the ground and then you have to rotate it back uh so so yeah i think there's some more potential with adding some magnets to products like this to make it easier to use and also make certain products easier to use like the leg rollers and um, more secure without collars for some of the other things okay so I got confused in the beginning. You're not talking about using mag pins for attachments. You're talking about using magnets on those attachments. Is that right? Right. And let me go grab a speed pin real quick. Okay. All right. I've got a couple here, but they're basically just like, you get it right. On the screen, you can see these yeah. little magnets. And imagine that like on the actual product, like on the plates, get them, and get magnetizing to everything. Yeah, um, I could see like um, yeah. maybe like change they, plates, because those are the plates. ones that rattle off, yeah. Right, yes, that's a good one, <laughs> yep. Or even just like a specific one for, either, I'm thinking like a, the first, the first one you put. You know, so that way you at least keep that first one there. Sure. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how feasible that is, but seems like it's the magnets aren't too, too expensive to add. Yeah. And I do like how they're making their way already, like in um, barbell collars where you can like attach them like to your, um, 
to your right. rack, and then and then they hold to the plates as well. Yeah, right. The addition of magnets, I, th- I think, would be a good thing for some things. I don't know if it'd be overkill on a lot of them. I don't know how. I'm trying to f- figure out. I I know what you mean with like a landmine handle. I just don't know. I don't know if that would be something that would do it for me. Leg rollers. Where where did you have them coming in? And like like where they like snap in? Like as it like secures to your rack, it's like a magnet there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like on uh like on uh, rack attachments having a magnet in there. Yeah. Yeah. Not crazy about yeah. the idea, so it's it's I'm gonna give it kind of a low score. Sorry, Jake. I'm gonna say like a five. Some things it would work well for. Some things I'm like, nah, I just don't see it. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, there could be something there. I. This honestly might be one of those things that's just straight up overkill. Yeah. So, all right. <clears throat> Let's move on. So there's been a number of new products lately uh, that are, have been released. Let's start with the Titan Open Trap Bar. So this was the big one released last week. It received so much attention because I think Titan teased it last April. So we've all been just kind of waiting uh, especially as a few other open trap bars were released during the time. So everyone was kind of curious to see what Titan had. And I think like for the most part, we were underwhelmed. Um, so it's a real stout open trap bar. It's 65 pounds, has a 1500 pound weight capacity. Uh, it's made of 11 gauge steel. It is rackable, but it's not balanced like the giant or the rep one. And then it's priced at $329. So to me, this open trap bar seems closest to the Kabuki one. Um, it's just, you know, it's just a real solid bar. There were some people who, you know, it's a real solid bar. And I have to say, like, it will absolutely do the job. And then Titan, Titan made a few comments on the Instagram post where they basically just said the They designed the trap bar to focus on the lower body. Uh, They wanted it to be a heavy-duty construction with an increased weight capacity so that everyone could do lower body workouts to maximum potential. So they weren't worried about, you know, people using it for benches or benching, like taking off the handles and benching and squatting, maybe squatting, but... Yeah. So, yeah. That was, like, almost like... I, I got all in the comments, and there were a lot of comments... And I would say it, was, it felt 50-50 to me, positive-negative. A lot of people trashing it for the price being close to, like, giant um, and not being balanced and these other things. And then other people, you know, just enjoying that Titan's adding a bar like this to their arsenal. But Titan was in there defending it. That was fun to see. It's always nice when, like, the company who puts something out isn't quiet about it. They're not. Yeah. You know, they, they went to bat for it, which is great. It was almost kind of like a, a nod to rep with a lot of the comments because people love the fact that rep didn't use that, you know, square tube steel. They used uh, something that can be used as a camber bar. So like there are probably like five or 10 questions like, well, why can't I use it as a camber bar? Why did you like waste all that potential? And it was like rep's the only one right. to have already to done that before. And like, it's almost an expectation for a lot of people now. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. That might right. be the way that open trap bars go from here on out, but right, yeah. And I think every time you post something about con- or Titan, 
the comments are like what you said. They're like 50-50. And a lot of people just bring up past experiences with Titan on every yeah. single post, <laughs> which is which is not, pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> or you like, yeah. You like to say it's not fair, but at the same time, that's like almost like telling companies when they, they first hit the market that your initial impressions are lasting for people. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I mean, it seems like a decent bar. It doesn't seem like it's as polished as something like the rep bar that's, that was released, you know, like it doesn't seem like it has like, it has metal feet. For example, it seems like, um, the di like they the diameter is a little thin. So like, it's just not as well thought out. Part of it is probably cause it's been sitting there for a really long time. Um, but you know, decent bar for three twenty nine. I'd, I'd say next up the Rogue Alpaca sled. So this is a big sled or a beefy sled, I should say. Um, it debuted in last year's CrossFit Games. Its biggest uh, factor is it kind of it includes this like catch all weight where you can put a put um, basically anything you want rather than simply just plates like uh, sandbags you see in the picture. Yeah, dumbbells, heavy bags. I put, oh, I put heavy bags of salt. Like, you know, if you got a heavy bag of salt, just put that's it in there. Stuff. That'll work. Yeah. Put throw your kids like, on uh, there. That's a, that's a good kid like sled right there. You know, I don't. I thought about that, but I don't want to, like, openly say that and get sued. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> buckle, this one's... Buckle them in. <laughs> buckle, buckle those kids in. Um, so this one's... I would say this is probably the, it's got to be the nicest like push sled out there. That's not like one of those it, motor yeah. or the non-motorized, like the Torque or the yeah. uh, GitRx ones. Yeah, it's super cool looking. Um, I did just recently learn that that is the exact frame and everything of the Echo Dog sled. And it just has a conversion kit to give you those welded in handles and the, um, uh, the little catch crate or whatever. So if you have an Echo uh, echo dog sled and you want the alpaca sled they sell a kit that can convert it for like 150 bucks or something like that it's pretty cool gotcha because the look yeah. of this it's thing so, is slick yeah it's I think still you not need, incredibly cheap but. no no it's not but um i think you need with sleds especially um today's day and age i think you need something where you can hook a strap and it probably does have some kind of metal hook in there where you can put some straps and pull it and drag it and things like that but that has to be something that I think all sleds have these days. Did they not market that? I, I think I think it does, but yeah. I don't see it on the picture, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. So I'll go this, over this one real quick. Bells of Steel manual treadmill from Bells of Steel. Just kind of an interesting product for Bells of Steel to add. Not too much different than what we see out there as out there today. Um, but it does include six magnetic resistance where you can walk resistance levels, I should say, where you can walk, run, or push it. Uh, this is real similar to the ZBEX Air Plus Runner, but at a little bit lower price. But I don't think it it does not, from what I can tell, have Smart Connect features. So uh, I like this one from Rogue. So the Rogue Heavy Rail. Uh, so this uses three by three 11 gauge steel. You mount it to the bottom of your wall, and you can use it for a number of different purposes. Uh, so either uh, specialty bar storage, which is what I like it for, 
Uh, you can add a landmine, plate storage, or just uh, in general, uh, anything with one inch holes. So pretty cool. Not cheap either, but I did. So I, I can't remember where I saw this, but I believe Sorenex and Stray Dog have this already. So I want to make sure that Rogue didn't just invent this from what I can tell. I don't know if Sorenex brought it first or if Stray Dog did, but I would add this to my setup if I had had to do it again or had yeah. space. So. so it kills me about like storage systems though from like nice companies like Sorenex and they're Rogue. so they, expensive. They're so expensive and they, they look amazing. And like if you go to gyms that are like decked out with like storage kits like this, it looks so much better, but you are sacrificing a ton of equipment that you could have brought into your gym for storing the equipment that you have. So if you have yeah. the funds, like this stuff is great, but if you're building out or you're on a budget, like, man, you look at the prices and it's, it's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. I, I, and they, we'll get, yeah. go ahead. No, I mean, I, I like that they're out there. I'm not complaining, but I was going to say, I'm pulling it up on my phone right now, but what gets me is, you know, you see it on the product page. It says $125 and then you click in it. And then like every one of those add-ons is at least like, if you want the good ones, they're at least like $75. So it's like... That one's like, okay. So like, yeah, super so expensive, more, but that's not as bad as I thought it would be. So, I mean, if you really want to deck it out, it's going to be like five, six, $700. I mean, that's bad. But like I see in like <laughs> I see in the sample picture there, like they put like a um, a landmine attachment. That's really cool, um, right? And then if you have like right. a specialty bar storage or two, maybe you could end up spending two hundred fifty bucks, three hundred dollars, and have something like a landmine attachment that you really take advantage of. Yeah, um, and I hate to say it, but you could probably find those one inch storage options on Titan or Rogue. Or sorry, our our rep for a bit cheaper. Anyways, this was this. I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, the plate spacers from Admat. Uh, this is in partnership with Donnie Thompson. I think these are pretty cool. Uh, I think there's a lot of DIY versions that you can do for very uh, cheap. Um, and I will say this is very cool, but not worth the money for 99.9% .9 of the people. Um, but anyways, these plate snacks, these plate spacers uh, basically add some space between the barbell and where you end up putting the plate, making it easier to rack. They also do weigh 2.5 pounds, so they do double as change plates, which is kind of cool. And then uh, they can be used for bands or chains when you're when you're lifting. But at $95 a pair, I think you have to be having all three of these needs to make them, to make it worth it. Yeah, super cool. Um, and we all know the feeling of, you know, being at like a really heavy squat, going to rack it, and you like, your plate hits the, the rack, you stumble backwards a step and a half, and you almost kill yourself. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. And then finally, survey results. So asked about the t open trap bar from Titan. So general level of interest. So about 7% had high level interest, 22% medium, 
69% low and then just 3% were neutral. So overall, not too much high interest. And then we asked about the pricing. So would you buy it at 329? Would you buy it at 299? And then would you buy it at 269? So the amount of high interest votes pretty much aligns with what we saw in yes votes for the $329. So about 6.5% said that they would buy it at 329. About 12% said that they would buy it at 299. And then 21% would buy it at 269. So that um, definitely makes sense. Uh, I think for me, like that $70 price difference between the Titan and then the rep, the differences and, you know, I haven't even tested the bar yet. So, but based off of my guessing, the reps, rep is worth it for the additional cost. But if you, if you don't have any interest in ever um, taking the sleeve or taking the handles off, this might be an option for you to consider as well. But I mean, over 20% would buy it at 269. Oh, and I don't know if I mentioned it on that when we first started or when we originally talked about the Titan open trap bar, but it, it, it is sold out right now. Oh, like, good for that. Obviously sold a bunch. Yeah. So, all right. Um, how much would you, how much do you expect to pay for an adjustable bench? Uh, so last week we released a guide on our website saying what were the, what were the best adjustable benches for price? Um, we pretty much recommended that you spend over $300 to get a good one. Most people don't want to spend over $300 um, or too much more over $300, but let me, let me go over the numbers. Less than 24% want to pay less than $300 the bulk went to between $300 and $400 at 44%. 21% said $400 to $500. And then 11% said more than $500. So there's a lot of premium benches out there for $500 or more. And most people just aren't even thinking about that. Uh, with that being said, about two-thirds want to spend under Four hundred dollars. Uh, we kind of had that in mind when we made our guide. Um, that's why we didn't just recommend the premium benches. But this was interesting to see. I thought, yeah. Um, what would you pay? What would you expect to pay? I said three to four hundred dollars. With with knowing what's out there and knowing the quality of bench you can get for that price range, I think that fits most people. And yeah, I'd expect to pay that. So. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Next up, when asking about how much you project are projecting to spend on your home gym this year, about two and three say they will spend more than $300. So going into the details on that, about 8% said they were going to spend less than 100. 26% said between one and 300. 44% between 300 and 1,000, and then 30% are spending more than 1,000 this year. And those are a tad bit up from when we asked this at this time last year. So what did you, what did you think you were gonna spend in 2022 versus 
what do you what did you think you were going to spend in 2023? And then finally, just a few more miscellaneous ones. So 56% typically set gym-related goals going into each year. That was 51% last year when we asked. 67% have heard of the universal pulley system. Last year at this time, only 17% had knew what the universal pulley system from surplus strength was. So over three times more, uh, almost four times. So pretty cool growth there. And then premium J cups received a little bit more interest than premium collars. It's on the screen wrong, but the premium J clips had about 18% high interest votes versus 14 for the collars. And it was actually flipped last year. So there wasn't too much variance, but the premium collars had something like 20% high interest. So those went down. Jake, do you use collars like often? No, I don't. I do use you? them. No, I use them one time for one piece of equipment. Right. It's for the tip bar and it's because you have to oh, <laughs> yeah. because of the way it's, it's loaded and I don't use them for anything else. And um, I got made fun of uh, when I started uh, Olympic weightlifting, you know, putting collars on because I figured you're throwing this thing over your head. No one uses collars. Uh, I know yeah. in competitions they do. And like if you're doing uh, what Olympic weightlifters consider cardio, which is sets of two or three, you might throw some collars on there if you have like some change plates. But I don't understand the, you got to have the best collar in your home gym. I, I don't get it. Like, it, it, no. No, I, people I mean, spending like hundred dollars on a on a set of collars. It blows my mind. Like, I, why? You know, I I think that myth came from like commercial gyms and CrossFit gyms. <laughs> yes, having just awful collars. When you had you and, have to use collars at commercial gyms. Like I remember lifting in like the little dust perps and like running up and like throwing collars on my bar real quick. Like, what are you what are you doing? I'm benching yeah. one thirty five. It's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't use them either. I use them for like, if I'm using the landmine, I'll probably put something on there to make sure the weight stays. So that's why, that's one reason why the magnetic thing works that we talked about earlier. I'll throw them on like the leg extension, leg curl machine. Yeah. Same. I rarely use them. I was thinking and about like, if I do, I grab, I don't even grab the, I have like nice rogue aluminum magnetic ones. I don't even use them because they're a little bit more difficult than you to use than a lot of the other ones I have just laying around, you know? Yep. So yeah, I don't, I don't get the, the collar interest, but I mean, Hey, you deck your home I gym think out it's with going, whatever you it's want. It's obviously going down. So, I mean, I'm thinking they're sitting on shelves and then 56% set gym related goals going into this year. That seems very low for a home gym community answering these questions. Well, it's 51% last year. Again, very low. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. It seems very low to me. Yeah. I guess like if the gym's already your routine, like, and it's already part of your life, it's just what you do. Well, we know like about half don't do like any strength sport. So they're not like yeah. into a strength sport. They're not necessarily chasing numbers. No, I, I mean, honestly, it seems a little low to me too, but mm. it, it is what it is. Data don't lie. Data don't lie. That's going to do it. That's going to do it. 
All right, guys. Well, if you like tonight's episode, keep your eye out for new episode releases wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay involved on our social media sites by following Garage Gym Experiment and taking part in our Sunday surveys on Instagram so that you can be a part of these conversations. Like, follow, subscribe to the channel on YouTube and get involved on our website for all your home gym content needs. And like Jake said at the beginning of this episode, by the time this thing goes live, visit homegymcon.com and we'll see you in 100 days. Jake. Do you have anything else left for the listeners? Nope. All right, guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye.